Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to today's episode of Fully Submitted. Yes, yes, yes. Fully Submitted with me, your host, brother Mike Dillard. I hope everyone's having a swell day today, wherever this message is finding you. It's a little bit overcast in Honolulu, a little bit cloudy. I'm on my way to Walmart to pick up some spring water and some other snacks. Y'all know I recently went back to being a vegan. So, you know, my diet has changed. So I'm, I'm on my way to pick up some snacks before I uh, launch this first uh, live uh, YouTube show episode uh, that I'm putting on called M3 Power Collabs with Mike Dillard. It's a weekly series uh, that's streamed live on Fridays at 1 p.m., Honolulu time, which is 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those that want to check it out. It's live on Facebook, live on YouTube, live on Mixcloud. So for right now, yeah, that's those are the platforms that I'm using. But anyway, um, that's I go live in like an hour and a half. I'm driving to Walmart and I was just thinking of some things and, you know, you know how you know how I do it, right? Wherever the message comes up, that's where we putting it down, right? Wherever I get it, that's where I spit it. So let's hit it. So today's episode is called Smack Dab in the Face of Favor. Oh, I love it. Smack Dab in the Face of Favor. Come on now. Come on. We like favor. We love favor. We're going to talk about favor today with God's people. With the mature Christians, remember this is grown folk talk, grown folk talk for the mature Christian. If you're a baby Christian and you're on here, God bless you. You're welcome to. If you're just on here and you say, man, I love you, brother Mike. I just want to support you. I ain't even a Christian. You know what? God bless you too. God bless you. God bless you. (laughs) Please do. Come on and support. Come on and listen in, right? God is good and he is blessing today. Amen. So let's talk about being finding ourselves smack dab in the face of favor you know many times in life we find ourselves smack dab in the face of trouble smack dab in the face of controversy smack dab in the face of some negative consequences over some things that we did and we knew we shouldn't do or we probably shouldn't have done but boom there we are smack dab in the face of it and when you smack dab in the face of something man you can't get out of it you can't get out of it being smack dab in the face of something right means you right there in the middle of it you right there in the midst of it in the heart of it in the heat of it and there is no way out you are on a collision course collision imminent with this particular thing in this case thank you jesus we talking about being smack dab in the face of god's favor see if you're going to find yourself smack dab in the face of something then you definitely definitely want it to be in the face of of God's abundant favor. Hallelujah. Man, don't that just feel good? You know, take a moment. I just encourage you, take a moment and even say that to yourself. I am smack dab in the face of God's abundant favor. Mm, mm, mm. Now, this is not, y'all know how I feel about like generic messages and things. This is not a generic message, right? And this is not for everybody, right? This is for people that are walking 
uprightly before the Lord. You're a mature Christian, even a baby Christian, right? If you're walking uprightly before the Lord, this one's for you, right? Right? So if you are walking uprightly before the Lord, if you're walking in obedience to him, right? You're submitted to the Lord. You don't have any active sin that you're walking in in your life. You know, you strive to get rid of sin. The Holy Spirit, you know, lets you know, hey, work on this, get rid of that, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's a process. It's always an ongoing process. So there's never a point in time when you're going to be totally free from sin, right? Like they say, you'll never be sinless while you're in this world, but you will sin less, right? If you are committed to the Lord, right? If you're obedient to him, you will sin less, but there's still going to be, you know, some sin that's in your heart maybe you're not aware of or you're always going to be actively working you you know towards uh you know committing your heart or submitting your heart to the holy spirit it is a process okay so be encouraged it's a process but if you that person and you ain't trying to do none of that you just out you know you wilding out you doing what you want to do with with who you want to do it with how you want to do it the way you want to do it um, yeah, this message is not for you. All right. You can listen in, but you know, we talking about having favor. There's no, there's no need for you to sing and dance about that favor because you're, you're not going to be up under that spout. <laughs> I just got to, I got to keep it real, right? You're not going to be up under that spout. You can read it. You can quote it. You can, can preach it. You can sing and dance about it. But if you're not obedient to the Lord, if you're not you know, seeking him and, you know, you're not striving to live your life. You're, you're not going to be getting these blessings that I'm about to talk about. You're not going to be finding yourself smack dab in the face of, you know, God's abundant favor. That is not going to happen for you. Not until, so there's still encouragement, not until you repent. Okay. Then, you know, you can sing a dance about this message too. All right. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. All right, so here we go. Let's get up at it. All right, so if you're obedient to the Lord, y'all know I, I like to go often to Deuteronomy 28, right? Because Deuteronomy 28 talks about the blessings and it talks about the curses, right? It talks about the thing that God has already established on this, this physical uh, realm of existence, right? Which is always in effect, or like to say E-F-F-E-C-T, right? It's always in effect. But what the church has been teaching people over the years is that it's really not in effect. Or maybe only the curses are in effect, but the blessings aren't in effect. Or maybe none of that is in effect because, you know, man, that was in the Old Testament. Jesus Christ came, so he basically did away with the Old Testament. It's not even important. Why should we even read the Old Testament? See, the, and these are things that have been taught in the church and there are quote unquote mature Christians that are believing this nonsense. Yeah, it's nonsense. It's nonsense, right? The Old Testament is still valid. The New Testament is still valid. The Old Testament is, is not, it, it's not any less valid because Jesus came and now we have a New Testament. This is, this is indicative of a lack of maturity and understanding on your part, right? The Old Testament is valid why because the ten commandments are in the old right it, it, it's the it's it, god's principles are set up in there the ten commandments are in there and the ten commandments right give the framework 
for why you need salvation, why we needed Jesus to die on the cross, right? Without the Ten Commandments, there's there's no there's no reason. Well, why do why do we need why do we need a savior? I'm a good person. I've got good deeds, right? What do I need a savior for? But then if you understand that, listen, have you ever stolen? Did you ever lie? Did you ever steal? You ever, you ever cheat? You ever do this? You ever gossip? You know what I'm saying? You, you ever covet? When you do those things, then everyone is like, of course, I'm a human. Of course, I've done that. Okay, well, according to this, which is found in the Old Testament, right? That means you're guilty of death. You are guilty of breaking God's laws and you are guilty of the punishment. And what is the punishment for breaking those commandments? It is death. It's death, right? So we got to keep it 100 here. We got to keep it the real, the real, the real, right? So we're going to get to the we're going to get to the singing and dancing. We're going to get to uh, the favor. We're going to get to that, right? But there, there must be a backdrop for these things so you understand why you know why you're eligible for the favor or why why you're not eligible for the favor all right this is real stuff here because the blessing is very real and the curses are very real deuteronomy 28 man is very real i remember one day this was several years ago i was i was driving and it uh, you know you have those moments where you're kind of pondering certain things and I, at this day, I was pondering the state of the world, like, oh, my gosh, the wars and the sicknesses and the cruelty and the, the poverty and the, and the starvation and this and that. And then it just occurred to me. Look at Deuteronomy 28. Look at the curses. I looked at those curses and y'all all know the list of curses in Deuteronomy 28 is almost three times. It may be a little it may be a little longer than three times as long as the list of blessings in Deuteronomy 28. Why is that? Well, it's mercy, right? It's about mercy. So what would you read as you start reading through Deuteronomy 28? Then we we clearly see these are all of the curses for people that are walking in disobedience to God. And what happens, the reason it's so long, I said it's mercy because it increasingly gets harder and harder you know the blessings increasingly get more and more and more and more and more severe right they get more severe until finally you get to the point where it's like god has had enough and it's like you know what now that person is suddenly destroyed without hope or remedy they're destroyed right so you what you see what you're seeing is god's mercy it's not like, oh, this God is so mean. He's given us way more curses than blessings. No, you got it the exact opposite, right? Because he is a merciful God, because he is a loving God, he ain't just outright say, you are destroyed. I'm going to destroy you without any hope or remedy. No, he's like, okay, okay, okay. His mercy, his loving kindness, right? His faithfulness. He He's long, he, he's kind and long suffering, right? There's loving kindness and and he's merciful he's merciful he's merciful but you know his, his mercy is not without end right i mean it's just not he's not gonna tolerate you sinning for an entire life and you just blowing him off and doing what you want to do at some point he's gonna be like you know what yeah you want to do what you want to do okay i'm turning you over to a reprobate mind you know bye-bye right 
That's that. You will be suddenly destroyed. But even in that, come on now, this is how merciful God is. Even in that, when God turns somebody over to a reprobate mind, right? The, the scripture plainly tells us he does it. He don't do it because he's mad at the person, even though the Bible does say that God is angry with the sinner every day, right? He's angry with the wicked or the ungodly every day, right? But when he turns somebody over to a reprobate mind, you know, he turns that person over to a reprobate mind so that they might be saved. And who are these people that we're talking about? We're talking about godly people. We're talking, well, they had a relationship with God. They just kept being disobedient and rebellious and, and desiring the love and the sin of this world. So eventually those people was turned over to a reprobate mind. He's not talking about the people in the world. Those are right. Those people are already, you know, in Satan's kingdom that they, they already have no restraint and they're doing what they want to do or what their father Satan is telling them to do. Right. Um, yeah, it's kind of some tough love right there, but, but it's the truth, right? It's the truth. So, but if you're a godly person and y'all are like, man, I thought we was talking about singing and dancing, man. This is, this is some heavy stuff. He laying down right here. Yup. It's heavy, but it's important. You got to get this. You have to understand this. Okay. Cause I don't know what side of the spout you're on. I don't know what, 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 what side of the Deuteronomy 28 spout you're on. I don't know if you are under the blessing spout or if you're under the cursing spout, but if you're under the cursing spout, and you think you're under the blessing spout, you can just clearly look and see how your life is going to be like, uh, yeah, things are not going out well for me. It's not happening. Well, you know, I might be under the curses spout. Let me listen into this message. What brother Mike saying about this? Okay, so, but if you're under the blessing spout, yeah, go ahead, sing and dance. <laughs> it's all good, okay? So anyway, right? Old Testament is important. Ten Commandments are important. They provide the framework for why you need a savior, right? They provide the framework for sin. Paul said, you know, he didn't, you know, he didn't know, he didn't know what covetous, covetousness was until, you know, the law came, and then it's like, oh, what you, I, I'm being covetous. Oh, what, what is? I'm being covetous. I'm in sin, right? You don't know if there's no law, then you can't say somebody is guilty or not guilty. And on that note, if there's no law, then if there's no law, then they can't, nobody, the, you know, the authorities cannot hold you accountable. So then how do we say if somebody's going to be blessed or if somebody's going to be cursed? There has to be a standard. You, there has to be a standard. The standard is the Ten Commandments. The standard, the Ten Commandments set the standard, right? But then you give your life to Jesus and you strive and you, you search for Jesus and you're, you know, you're actively working with the Holy Spirit to be conformed in his image daily, 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 right? There's a daily submittal, a daily submission of your heart before the Lord daily, right? Are you spending time with the Lord? Are you reading the Bible? Are you meditating on the Bible? Are you fasting, right? Are you worshiping the Lord? Are you spending time with him? Are you trying to do the things that the Bible says in your life? If you are doing those things, and you know that probably a good, good chance that you are a real Christian and you are obedient, amen, and that you are up underneath the spout for Deuteronomy 28 blessings. Now it's time for the singing and the dancing. Yeah, right? Be excited. Rejoice in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, right? But let's talk about this. You find yourself 
smack dab in the face of God's abundant favor. What does this mean? You going through it. You've been going through it. You've been waiting. You've been holding on to God's promises. God told you he's done a particular thing. You're looking. You're looking in your life. You're looking in this realm and this natural and this third dimension. And man, you don't see it. Days are going by. Weeks are going by. Months are going by. You're like, okay, I, I know how to pray. I'm, I'm praying specific. I know God is a God of specificity. I know that I can't pray to God and ask him some general prayer, some generic generalized prayer and ask him to answer that because he's not going to answer that because he is a God of detail and a God of specifics. So I'm walking up rightly before the Lord. I'm praying very, very, very specifically to the Lord uh, in accordance with the word of God. God told me himself. He blessed me. He told me himself. He released this. It's on the way. But you are looking and you are looking. And man, your situation is getting worse because you know that's how it usually is, right? It's not like, hey, I've released the blessing. Everything in your life incrementally gets better. It usually does not happen like that. Usually, right? I'm talking from experience. Come on. Usually, things was bad. And then things are getting worse. And they're getting worse. And they're getting worse. And it's like, my goodness, Jesus, is you coming or not? <laughs> Where are the blessings? Please, please. Right? And it's getting worse. That's usually how it works out. It's usually getting worse. But, you know, the Lord always comes through right on time. So just when you're at a point, a particular point, when man... It's really about to be bad. Oh, Lord, it's really, really, really about to be bad. Now would be a good time. Then boom, bow. All of a sudden you find yourself looking up smack dab in the face of God's abundant favor. One day, Joseph was in the prison. He was in Pharaoh's prison. He was not eating good. He probably had stale bread, nasty food. I'm sure there was rats and all types of things in there. People was probably like, pooping and using the bathroom all up in there right he probably smelled really badly and was dirty and hungry but one day he was in there and the next day he literally was in front of pharaoh himself for a personal appointment that the most high god had set up before joseph was even born in fact, before the beginning of the world, God had already set these things in place. And just like Joseph, God has set things in motion for you, brothers and sisters, before the beginning of the world. There is an appointed time. The Bible says there is an appointed time, right? Though it tarry, yet it will come. The vision is for an appointed time. An appointed time. See, in that appointed time, that's when you're going to look up. And realize that you are smack dab in the face of God's abundant favor. Right there. You're on a collision course. See, right then and there. See, Joseph was in. When, when was Joseph smack dab in the face of God's abundant favor? Was it A, when he was in the prison? B, when he was standing before Pharaoh interpreting the dreams? Or about to interpret the dreams or see after Pharaoh had proclaimed the proclamation that nobody in Egypt would lift a finger without Joseph's permission. Ding. 
answer was B. If you said A or C, I'm so sorry. The answer is B. Okay, this is like a deductive reasoning test, a logic test they gave you in high school, right? Like you find yourself smack dab in the face of God's favor. In other words, you're on a collision course with favor. Now you're looking up and you're finding yourself in a situation and only then do you realize, oh my goodness, this is the hand of God on my life. I'm about to blow up. That's what we say in today's vernacular. Man, I'm about to blow up. Oh, man, I'm about to get paid, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm about to be blessed. Now you understand. That's what it is, right? So when Joseph got called before the Pharaoh, Joseph didn't know what it was about. They just said, hey, you, prisoner so-and-so. Yeah, get out of here. Come on with us. You got a meeting with Pharaoh. We got to clean you up before you go before Pharaoh, right? They're cleaning them. They're shaving them. They're brushing them. They're bathing them and all that stuff, right? Put the nice clothes on them. Bring him before Pharaoh. He doesn't know what is going on. He just knows Pharaoh called him. Usually if Pharaoh called a prisoner, that wasn't good. That means you're going to get killed. So he he's probably not singing and dancing on his way up there. Right? He don't know what's going on. Then Pharaoh starts explaining what is happening. Then he starts explaining the dreams and how, you know, you know he had these dreams and he doesn't know what it means. See, Joseph has a gift to, to interpret dreams. I also have that same gift from the Lord, so I understand. When you have a gift, if there, if someone has a godly dream, it's a godly dream. Usually, I don't even have to listen to the entire dream in its entirety. And while they're talking, I will already know. The Holy Spirit will just tell me. The dream means this. I already know what it means. So, you know. As he's saying this dream, Joseph is already getting the breakdown from the Holy Ghost. He already knows. And in that moment, he understands this is not a scary thing. I'm not about to die. I am about to be elevated. Hallelujah. I am about to be promoted. Right? Because this is what the Pharaoh is saying. I already got the answer. The Holy Ghost already gave it to me. This is the hand of God on my life. Oh, this is the hand of God on my life, right? See, that's when you're looking smack dab. You find yourself looking smack dab in the face of God's abundant favor, right? You, he, he brought you out of that situation you was going through. You was in it. It was getting hard. It was getting heated. It was getting heavy, right? And then at just the right moment, right? As the Bible says, for that appointed time, then God brings something into your life. It could be a person. It could be a situation. It could be an email, some company reaching out to you, you know, a bank. Oh, we realized that we messed up this, that, and the other. Here's a check for so-and-so. You just never know, right? But in that moment, you will know at some point, this is the hand of God on my life. And now I can rejoice. Hallelujah. Even though you... You should have been rejoicing all the way through. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. But anyway, at that moment, you realize, man, God is with me. Yeah. Woohoo! Right now, you want to celebrate and sing and dance fully because you see the hand of God. You so so Joseph saw the hand of God on his life. Amen. There was nothing he could do. He was there in front of the Pharaoh. He was smack dab on a collision course with it. Collision imminent. There was no way he could get out of it. Except to do what, what 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 could he do except perform? What he what could he do except say what the most high God told him to say? And then Pharaoh said what Pharaoh said. Is there any man in, in this 
nation as wise as Joseph, right? With the spirit of, of, of the most high God on him, you know, I'm going to promote him, right? Then he promoted him. Whoosh. And then everything that God had said would come true about Joseph. There it was. It was unfolding right before Joseph's life, right before his eyes, even though for many years he did suffer, even though for many years, right? He was wrongly suffered. He wrongly suffered. He was wrongly accused. He was wrongly sold into slavery. It wasn't fair. It wasn't just. However, the Most High God already had a plan. So sometimes things will be things will be allowed in your life. You're like, man, why am I going through this? I ain't even I'm, I'm living up right before the Lord. What is going on here? But the Lord has he's implemented something in your life. He he set certain things in motion. Sometimes, well, if you're in sin, that goes without being said. But if you're like Joseph, Joseph wasn't living a sinful life, but there was things that God had set in motion. But then at the appointed time, he understood clearly. And we know he understood why, because when he when his brothers came before him, he told him, like, am I in place of God? Like, you know, you you meant this for evil, but but God meant it for good that you might be that you know that you might be saved that you might be blessed he understood then he had the perspective to look back and it was like oh this is why god allowed that into my life this is what the dreams was about them bowing down before oh i understand now i got it see perspective shifts so and that's why it's important that while we're going through things you know we still understand that god is the god of grace that God is the God of mercy, that God is the God of love, that he loves us. His love is not any less. Obviously, check your life to see, you know, if you're living an act of sin. If you are, then OK, you need to repent. Go before him and repent and ask, ask forgiveness. Right. But if you're not doing that stuff, if you're not walking an act of sin and all hell is still breaking loose. Come on now. You know, God, it's a setup. Right. It's a Holy Ghost alley-oop. That's what I used to always say. The Holy Ghost alley-oop is like you're dribbling down, y'all dribbling down, and, you know, Jordan threw the ball up, and you know what I'm saying? Or or, or y'all know I don't follow sports. Pippen, Pippen passed the ball to Jordan. You know, he threw it up in the air, and Jordan caught the basketball and slam dunked it, right? It's, it's an alley-oop. It's a Holy Ghost alley-oop. It's a setup for greatness. It's a setup for victory. Then you'll see it, and then you'll rejoice. So be encouraged, right? I just wanted to let y'all know that God is a faithful God. And again, by God, I am talking about the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Right. That's who I'm talking about. That God, this God, the real God that made all creation, this God. Right. He is a God that blesses. He is a God that rewards those who are faithful. Right. Who diligently seek him that's what the bible says the bible doesn't lie it is the truth so be encouraged and if you haven't found yourself smack dab in the face of god's abundant favor not yet but you striving you walking up right you're seeking him you're repenting guess what your day is coming your day is coming because joseph was walking up rightly before the lord he was in that prison his day was coming but we have to maintain the right perspective. We have to maintain the right attitude and give God praise and be thankful, thankful, thankful. And keep asking him to give you a clean heart, a pure heart. God, please help me. Please help me. You keep crying out to him and you got to understand and you got to know. 
man, your day is coming. Just like Joseph's day. And at the appointed time, he was brought before Pharaoh. He interpreted the dream as the Lord gave him understanding. And he was promoted to the number two person in all of Egypt. Second only to Pharaoh himself. Your day is coming. Be encouraged. Keep the faith. Hold on. All right. And keep the right perspective. Your day is coming. It is at a, the vision is for an appointed time. It will not tarry right at the appointed time. <laughs> you, you will get that vision. You will get that blessing and find yourself smack dab in the face of God's abundant favor. Amen. OK, so that's it for today's lesson. Woo! Under 30 minutes, 28 minutes and 40 seconds and counting. All right. So with uh, on that note, we're going to end it. Right. Please always remember. Submit yourself unto God, then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. From you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.